0: The Dow hit a record high. Steady. The economy. Oh, we got your back, Jack. Make a great plan, man. A real McCoy, Troy.
1: Our three cents for free. The options to pick, Nick. You need to discuss much. You got the key, KC, in
0: exit strategy.
1: Welcome to a new episode of our Three Cents. I'm Troy Harmon with Casey Smith and Nick Antonucci. As always, hey guys. Hey Troy, how's it hey, going? Troy. Oh, pretty good. Uh, we're going.
2: We're going to mind the gap today. I think there's a gap between. Me and the microphone there, I tried to sit really, back and yeah. didn't realize it was uh, two feet away the from that, Yeah, right. exactly. Yeah, it was good
3: job. That was awesome, Nick. It's going to sound like you were just coming in on two wheels to get to the good show plans, on time. Stan. Basically,
2: yeah. 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 I can't I'm get enough the, of that intro music, Casey. by the way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know what my own is, but I could say yours. Yeah. Your options to pick, Nick. There it is. Yeah. I mean, pay attention. Do you know yours? No. The real
1: McCoy Troy. Troy yeah see there we got it all that's right uh all right so uh let's let's talk a little bit about this our gap show i guess uh this is a a concept really more related to exit planning and uh probably a mental state of mind for those uh business owners that are that are uh maybe nearing their end of their career at least you know a a potential sale of a business so uh Casey,
3: yeah, take I mean, it away. So, what we're really talking about here is there. There's three kind of main gaps that business owners should consider, and and the theme of this really is, it goes to what we've talked to, to you guys about on the show since the beginning of the show, which is really just uh, exit planning is just good business strategy, sure, which we right. say all the time. Uh, and so, what we're talking about is a profit gap, value gap, and wealth gap, and those are kind of the different levels. Starting with the profit gap. Kind of when making your way through uh, till you get to the wealth gap, and that really just addresses you know the what you can do today to improve the value of your business and ultimately what you end up taking away from the business when you decide to to step away. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely.
2: Profit enhancement. Right. And and about? I think kind of where all of this begins is something we've we've spoken about in, in numerous episodes is being able to first identify yeah. kind of where the deficiencies are in the business. Right. Because yeah. it's hard to close any of these gaps, be it the profit gap, value gap and and eventually the wealth gap. If you haven't first identified where improvement is needed completely. Yeah,
3: exactly. And, and if you look at, say, the profit gap as a starting point, you know, what, what does that mean? It's really just what are you sacrificing in terms of profit, Um, you know, and and there's a lot of business owners that kind of run their business as a sort of a lifestyle business, right? Where you, you may not be maximizing the profit of the business itself, but you're using it for perks for your own personal purposes. Nothing wrong with that. It's just a different way to look at it. But when you go to actually exit your business, that could be problematic.
1: Well, I mean, if you think about why, two things. First of all, you've lowered the profit, right? Yeah. And, and it doesn't look as attractive to a would-be buyer. Right. And the other thing is you've built a lifestyle around your business that makes it very difficult to get rid of. Exactly. How, how do you get rid of the – I mean, this is like killing the, the goose that lays the golden egg like once a month, right?
3: Right, exactly. And, and looking at it from a financial planning standpoint, that is one of the, the hardest things that we do with you know business owner clients of ours is to try to identify what are your actual spending needs because a lot of that may be running through the business. And, you know, like I said, that's that's fine and and dandy as long as the business is there to run the expenses through. But when, when the business goes away, What are you left with that is not really a business expense and a personal expense? Sure. And how do you identify how much you
2: really need? Right. Yeah, and I I think, you know, kind of just starting point for identifying what your profit gap might be is there's countless resources out there where you can look at industry profitability ratios, efficiency ratios, is taking a step back and comparing your business to your peers. Yeah. Right. Right. Because that might not be data you're used to looking at. You might know the ins and outs of your particular company. you might not know you might sit back and say oh my you know net margin profit margin is 10 percent well what if the industry's the 15 percent right yeah what are where are your costs running high or where can you reduce costs or whatever it may be that's your that your issue is maybe you need to look at new suppliers things like that but where are are your margins getting compressed so much that you're below the industry exactly. average? It could be
1: just about anywhere. You might be yeah, paying the help too much. You exactly. Might, I mean, it's, there's, there's a
2: lot of different and, areas. And maybe that's something you pride yourself on. You know, I'm going to keep above market wages to, you know, continue to get with the most out yeah. of my employees with right. the expectation that maybe that leads to greater profitability and, sure. and you know, you have you know hungrier employees, things like that that'll work harder for you yeah. um, but uh, that it, was a it, strategy starts with identifying
1: yeah that was a strategy I actually used when I was in a, a trucking business. I used to own a trucking business and and uh did just that i would uh just to make sure that my you know the folks that were giving me freight would continue to use me, I insisted that all of my Uh, drivers were on time Mm -hmm. and I also paid them above the the market average and the reason that I did was to let them know you know I I really meant what I said I wanted them on time and if they couldn't cut it then uh, it would it would be a bit painful I, I just wanted it to be in their minds that you know this is a premium job and I expect a premium service yeah exactly and I
3: think that so what Nick described that that difference between the company that the industry kind of standard or average is maybe 15% profit margin and you're getting 10 that five percent right. difference it, that's the profit gap
1: yeah and, and it might be that you're not charging enough I mean your sure. pricing could be out yeah of right. it could
2: be a number of different factors sure. but it that's the thing it starts with Identifying yeah. that, how do you know whether you're optimizing your profit margins? Right. And,
1: and I think in a time when we're dealing with inflation, so so uh, front and center right now, it, uh, pricing be especially very mindful, mindful. Yeah. absolutely, yeah. Uh, because your cost of inputs are going to be higher, and uh, you know you can't always pass it along to the consumer or your you know your next level immediately, but you know it, it's something you must be concerned
3: about. Well, you bring up a good point too, because it, it's not something that you can just that. Uh, one time and then forget about it. You right. should, it should be, be looking yeah. at what, what ways you can improve. That's exactly. Right. Um, so value gap. Uh, yeah.
1: Casey, before we get to that, one yeah. more point that I'd like to make about <laughs> about the profit gap yeah. is uh, sometimes you do wind up with uh, business owners who, because they, because they do uh, run so much of their personal life through their business, yeah. they look at their business as not as profitable as other businesses, and, and quite often they will actually settle for a discounted valuation because the profit margins aren't where they should be. In yeah. reality, any buyer that's out there and sees this and identifies it knows that many of those expenses are going to go away if, you know, di- during the discovery phase of, of the transaction, uh, they, you could get a real really good deal well, on a business that, and, that's been overburdened by somebody else's personal expenses. Yeah, completely. And that's a really good tie-in to that value
3: gap, which is the next next thing on the list here because the profit gap does translate to a value gap. If you do right. have that situation where you're running a lot of personal expenses through the business, Absolutely. to your point, that that could create a value gap where you're not optimizing the value of the business right. Um, right. relative to where your you know your profit margin says it should be. Um, you know, And, and you're so, what we would do in an exit planning engagement or arena would be to look at what are. Uh Recasting of those financial statements to identify those expenses that maybe aren't directly business related uh, and they're more personal. And and, because you can really, this is
2: that's a great way to bridge that value gap. Sure. And I think it's important, Casey, on that topic to be able to identify if you are the business owner, and it's not uncommon to run personal expenses through your business, but I think it's important to be able to. Um, clearly state which of those are personal yeah. versus which of those are the business because y- you'll run into situations where um, if the records aren't, you know, pretty pretty accurate and pretty detailed, it's hard for anybody to be able to pick through, sure. you know, line, line by line and determine, is this a, an expense related to the business? And that could lead to undervaluing the business. Absolutely. Uh, if you're lumping in personal, uh, you know, if you're not adding in back in personal expenses, and it looks like it truly is a cost of the company, sure, then it's going to make it look less profitable. Yeah, your valuation is going to come in lower than it should be, and you're hitting on on one of the intangibles that we talked about a couple of shows
3: ago with the, just the value of keeping clean books, making sure your books right. and records are are very well organized and maintained, so that you do know and you ha- you are e- easily able to track and identify those costs and and where they exactly now here's the thing
1: It, it you know it's it's not illegal necessarily to run personal expenses through your business there are many of them that are legitimate business expenses sure but in reality you could you could run it one of two ways you could make it really clean and pay yourself income I mean, it's going to cost you more taxes at the personal level, but in reality, most businesses are a flow through anyway, right? Mm-hmm. Sure. So, you know, why why make it? It's probably just a good point to clean it up when you get to the point where you start thinking about, hey, I want to sell this business. Yeah, when
3: you get ready to exit is when that's really going to be an important distinction to make and, and to make sure that. Because that is oftentimes where you do find some additional value that is already exists. It's not like you're making something yes, up. It's just
1: it's cleaning it. Yeah, you're yeah, cleaning the, it so that you can— The quick scrub from top to bottom. <laughs> right, exactly. Nick, you mentioned something about resources a minute ago. Uh, what are these? Like, I know
2: the IRS has numbers, right? The IRS does, but I think, um, in my experience, they tend to be quite dated. Um, so. Gotcha. You, you don't necessarily get the most up-to-date data yeah. and accurate data, but um, there is various databases. IBIS World will, will speak to some level of profitability. Um, RMA is another source for, that you can get. Right. I think value source is now the parent company of RMA, but right. nonetheless, RMA publishes profitability ratios. You know, in, in great detail, too, so you could... You could compare your income statement, your balance sheet, things like that, to sure. industry averages at a very, a pretty granular level, as a great way to identify. Here are my deficiencies, and maybe this isn't something you a have the time or b you know resources to do. But you we're can here call to help. us, or That's you know, right. there there, yeah. there are services out there that that can do this for you. And I think it's incredibly important. You you know, you might not want to spend money, but if it can, you know, let's say that the cost is is a few thousand dollars depending on the project. If if you can make that up, yeah, and more. Oh, well, because if you identify it, it that itself, in profits, it pays then, for itself in no time. Yeah, we already yeah. talked if about if you can how grow profit. margins hundred basis points, right? Right, like what. Well, what does that mean to your bottom yeah. line? Casey, Picks I know we need to f- make money. Uh,
1: exactly. I know we need to talk about the wealth gap, but let me go ahead and throw it out there. If you really do have uh, issues and, and you uh, want to talk to us about it, we can help you uh, do an analysis of your business and you can reach us at 770-429-9166. As for Casey, Troy, or Nick, any one of us can help you uh, get that ball rolling, but KC, let's talk about the wealth gap.
3: Yeah, wealth gap. So this is really uh, a lot of times where I come into the picture on the financial planning side. And, right. and I'm trying to figure out, you know, the wealth, the wealth gap essentially is how much do you need versus how much do you have in right. terms of total wealth. And most of the time we're talking about retirement, although we could be talking about you know, other yeah, things. we starting things. another business, but sending yeah. kids to college, wh- whatever the case may be. Exactly,
1: but, squeezing the juice out of the previous business to start the next.
3: Yeah, exactly. So so a lot of times we're dealing with business owners uh, exiting their business in order so that they could retire and, and That's the uh, most move into the next phase of their life. Um, but, you know, whatever the case may be, it's just how do you know what that number is? If if may, maybe your business is worth $20 million and that's all well and good and it sounds like a lot of money, but does that is that really enough? And, and it kind of all ties back to, you know, are there expenses that you're running through your business that we now have to add to your personal, you know, expense sure. uh, list now that your right. business is going away? Um, and really I drill down to figure out how much does a person need to retire? Yeah. Um,
2: yeah, yeah I mean, and I feel like in our conversations, a lot of times with uh, potential uh, engagements, you start to speak to the financial planning portion of it, right? Where yeah. this where this wealth gap comes into play, and a lot of them, they, I feel like they tend to brush it off sometimes. Big, like, oh, I'm not here to talk about financial planning, right? But it's a core it's piece of this. Planning. It's yeah. a core piece of this puzzle. Your personal financial situation. Yeah, it's it may be all well and good, like you said, if your business were twenty million dollars. But are you thinking whether or not that's enough?
3: Yeah, to sustain yeah. your lifestyle, and not only you can't is it that. That. completely agree, and, and not only you know is it enough, but how how do you extract that value? I mean, you, yeah, it's worth twenty million on paper. Somebody may be willing to pay that for it, but is that going to be a lump sum? Is right. it going to be paid out over time with yeah. earnouts or or any other you know contingencies? Is it? Uh, what are the tax implications of that? So there's a lot that goes into it it's not just yeah my business is worth 20 million dollars or it's worth five right. times ebitda or whatever <laughs>
1: right <laughs> it, the old factor model right yeah uh, if, i don't know how many times folks bring that to us and and then you stop and you look at uh, other transactions and that doesn't quite pan out i here's the thing casey and you say it all the time without a plan I, you know how do you know what any of it's worth and whether or not it's enough for you
3: yeah exactly. and, and, and that's the most important thing right i mean you could have built a great business and and uh, if it's not going to provide you, uh, it, it helps us make that you know exit decision too. Is it a matter of? Uh, Should you maybe continue to operate the business or continue to retain some ownership so you can get paid a dividend or or some kind of cash flow from it? Sure. So maybe it's not an outright sale or maybe it can't be an outright sale because the value is not there to provide for what you need to retire.
1: Yeah, and the one thing that you always want to do, especially if you're going to be financing it yourself, is uh, make sure that the business is uh, sufficiently strong... (laughs) To pay you out. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and still give a, a decent income to the next buyer. Yeah.
3: You yeah. have to vet your uh, your buyer very carefully in right. that case. So. Yeah.
1: No doubt. All right. Well, uh, that has been our three cents. Again, if you need to contact us, we'd love to talk to you. Our number is 770 429 Ask for Casey, Troy, or Nick, and uh, we'll catch you next time. You just need to in, gents. Make a great plan, man, a real McCoy and Troy, our three cents for free.
0: All material presented is from sources believed to be reliable and current, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed. The contents are intended for general information purposes only information provided should not be the sole basis in making any decision and is not intended to replace the advice of qualified professionals such as tax consultants insurance advisor or attorney although this material is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with respect to the subject matter it may not apply in all situations this is not to be construed as an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments it is not our intention to state indicate or imply in any manner that current or past results are indicative of future profitability or expectations Portfolio holdings discussed are subject to change. There is no guarantee that in the future these securities will be held in the Hensler accounts. As with all investments, there are associated inherent risks. Please obtain and review all financial material carefully before investing. Hensler is not licensed to offer or sell insurance products. This overview is not to be construed as an offer to purchase any insurance products.